Welcome to the offer. The no sugar added approach to the talent triangle with an honest approach to employers, candidates, and recruiters. I am your host, Michael Glinter. The offer Episode 7, Millennials, smart, productive, or are they lazy, entitled employees? This is a very, very interesting and favorite topic of mine. I know that this is going to cause a little bit of a ripple effect in controversy, but it's it's important to address. Um, as I spoke in Episode 2, the dynamics of the working population has changed tremendously. The, the baby boomer generation is retiring and in 2020, millennials will make up 50% of the American workforce and 35% of the global workforce. Millennials have grown up in a very unstable economic environment, but in the contrast, have also grown up in one of the most technologically advanced environments. So this makes the dynamic of the type of worker that the millennials are very, very different than what we've had before. While many argue in the industry that the mentality of the millennials are lazy, they feel entitled, they feel like they want things before they actually earn them, it's really a matter of retrospect. Uh, they don't know better. Uh, they were raised in a different environment, a different culture. And oftentimes, many people could say that they want to do things smarter, uh, more efficient, uh, be more productive. They want to get things done in a more efficient way so they could have work-life balance. So I'm very excited to have a guest with me today, um, Clarissa Webb. She is a 25-year HR veteran with a very impressive background in manufacturing, retail, distribution, and sales. She's been a friend of mine for years. So as we spoke about before, we're doing this podcast on millennials, and I figure you would be the great subject matter expert to talk about in my circle about this topic. And she can give us a really good insight as far as what she's experiencing and how they deal with the new generation of employees. So I'd like to welcome Clarissa Webb. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, I know. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So I appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day. Um, Absolutely. It means a lot to me. But I wanted to take this into a different direction. Um, Because I think you would be beneficial having this conversation with. Um, So one of the podcasts I'm going to be doing is about millennials. And I think one can agree the... Recruiting of millennials to retaining millennials is just a totally different ball of wax than than Generation X and especially baby boomers. You know, one of the biggest challenges I think we're finding right now is that um, millennials believe that you know leaving uh, leaving their job um, you know after six months or a year is okay, um, and that that's that's normal. Whereas you know. With you know baby boomers, we find that they are around forever. You know they they work they they believe in loyalty and, and staying with the organization. So, I guess my first my first question is, what methods do you guys use? Diff- what, what do you do differently when you're 
looking at talking to millennials, trying to engage them? What kind of resources are you doing that are different from what you used to do because of the millennial generation? Well, you know, I think that the that first off, you know, it, it's a change for everyone, right? Simply because we are hiring in millennials, but unfortunately, the people that are managing them are, you know, uh, Gen Xs or baby boomers, right? So they first had to understand what how to attract and keep them. So once we got the understanding from the managers on what we needed to do, then during the interview process, one of the biggest parts of our communication is work-life balance, the flexibility, right? Um, how they want to have certain days off. And then, again, also, you know, they do want to move up. They don't want to stay stuck in the warehouse or stuck, you know, anywhere like that. So it's just more about providing them with the flex some flexibility that they want. How can we work at this together? And um, pay, obviously, is a big issue, too, right? So, But I think the biggest thing is just more work-life balance, the flexibility that they really, I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to be coming in right on the dot at 8 o'clock. That's, that's a challenge we have as well, too. But it's more well, just, again, about the, yeah, flexibility, being flexible do, in the workplace. Do you find, do you find that, um, you, do you find that the millennial generation work is hard? Well, do you find they're willing to work as much, or do you feel no. like that they, okay. So, so they how work, do you They don't work as that? much. No. So so they're they're not into loyalty. They're more into what do you have for me, right? That's what we find. They don't they're not into, you know, hey, uh tenure and staying with the company and they're more into gimme, give gimme, give gimme give now. This is what I want now. I want to be able to come to work, do my job and leave, get paid fairly. I you know, I want to be able to do things more on my phone. Uh, I mean, everything's more they're very tech savvy, you know, so everything's on their phone. And um, so I don't find that they work harder than the others, the other generations, no. But do, but do you feel like they work maybe smarter or do you think that they... They work smarter. Right. So they work so smarter. So they, they, they may get the job a little bit fat, done faster because of the method that they're using to get the job done. Exactly. Um, so, obviously, as part of, you know, the baby boomer generation kind of leaving the field, we're hiring more millennials. You're, you're saying that, and I agree with you, that the millennial generation oftentimes wants, give me, give me, give me, wants, you know, immediate results. Uh, what have you guys done for that? I mean, is, is that something that you guys can cater to, or is it something where you have to educate them, uh, that, you know, educate them more on that, that's just not, it depends on what position we are hiring for. So if we're hiring for the production floor, then no, that's something that's going to be a little bit harder to cater to. Mm -hmm. If we're hiring for more, you know, salary, professional experiences, then yes, that's something that we do kind of cater to. You know, we provide them with better growth opportunities, um, you know, things like that, you know. But if we're hiring for on the production floor, no, that's a little bit harder to do. What right. we do try and also do once we get them on board is we do try and give them like a sense of purpose because they do like that, right? They're, they don't just want to come in to work and just do their job. So what we do is we try and rotate putting them on employee committees. You know, we know we're going to have a high turnover. It's manufacturing. Right. However, while they're here, 
And once they're here, whether there's a growth opportunity or not, we still want to make sure that they do have some sort of a sense of purpose. And we provide that with the committees, you know, employee committee and safety committees, so that that, that gives them a little bit more of ownership in the workplace. So, so rather than giving them this immediate gratification of more responsibilities, you guys are getting them in more involved in different forms of the operation as more of a developmental standpoint from a horizontal standpoint versus a vertical. Exactly. Okay. What about, um, you mentioned phones. Yeah, I agree. Um, what do you guys, any, any manufacturing plant that I've been in, it's like a big no-no. Like, you, you, you know, when you're working, you know, phones are minimized. But I mean, Exactly. But, but we also find that to communicate with people, we text all the time. You know, do you, is that a challenge for you guys? I mean, do you guys um, have rules that regulate them not being able to use their phones, or is phones used? Yes. So when they're actually on the production floor, it, it's a safety hazard, so they cannot use their phones. What we try and do, because we know that the way they, they think is like if we offer them some of the apps that we offer for them to download, like, you know, if they're not like on their breaks or something to be able to go in and update their own, you know, pick their benefits. I mean, that's everything's done. It, it's phone friendly. You know, you can download the app. You can go into Oracle, update information that you need. Um, you can look at your vacation balances through that app. So that's what we try and provide, and a lot of them will do that. There's, they do workarounds on their phones. Instead of having to have that computer at home or having them come up to the kiosk, that's, that's how we try and cater as far as to the tech part of them, but they are not allowed to use their phones on, on the workforce, no. Do you think do you find that to be a challenge for millennials? It does. Oh my gosh, it's a huge challenge. Yeah. Huge challenge. Because we're constantly I, writing them up. Right, because it's like an obsession. I mean, yes. I'm obsessed. I mean, I, I you know me. I've known you for a long time. I'm obsessed with my phone. I cannot look at my phone for like a half hour. But oh, I know. You know but and, it, and it's partially because everything you do now is digital. So it, it's caused. So so let me ask you this. From, I, I noticed on your LinkedIn that you post ads or you're posting positions now through LinkedIn as, as part of part of your networking. Do you guys do anything as far as like and I know this is gonna sound strange, but like Instagram? No. Nope. Okay. No, when yeah, I was with Dr. Pepper, we did use Facebook. Yeah, so interestingly enough, one of the, the new things that I've been learning about and I'm still digging into it is companies are now engaging employees through Instagram. Um, and how they're doing it is, is like they're taking pictures of their like their employees working in their day-to-day -day and using them as a tool to show them the different technologies that they can be involved with or the different types of equipment they get involved with. Um, it, you know, if you go to a lot of career sites for a lot of companies, you'll see like pictures of them doing their work. So essentially what they're doing now with Instagram is they're actually posting pictures of people doing their work. Um, and then linking it to their career site saying, come, come work with us. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of an interesting thought process. But from what I've been told, because I've actually talked to a few millennials, it's the big thing now. It's, you know, it, I, I didn't even know what Instagram was. Quite frankly, I just signed up last week. Of course, my listeners are probably going to yell at me. But um, <laughs> I, I, I found that, I found that uh, you have to kind of bend with the, the time. So you guys don't use Twitter either. Um, no, not at uh -huh. this point. We don't use Twitter. 
or Instagram or Facebook, so, just LinkedIn. So, so as far as like the millennials, so how do you look past the job changes, or can how do we do what? Look past their, like when you're hiring millennials. How do you look past the job changes, and how do you, um, and if you can, do you, how do you convince them to come and stay and work there long term versus short term? And, and that's, that's, that's an ongoing challenge simply because the managers will look at that and say they were only here six months or only here a year. So it's constant communication that I'm giving the managers and saying this is, this is millennia, this is the way they work. They're, you're not going to find somebody that's been with the company five years. They're, you know, the maximum is probably going to be two years for them. And, and again, it's through them not receiving the right, um, or the resumes that they want to see, that perfect one when they're when they're looking for the employee, and and then them just having to understand and agree and you know concede to the fact that it is what it is. But that is an ongoing challenge. Have and then guys, again, once we get them, uh huh. Have you guys took the approach of asking them? You know, it seems like you've got job every year. You know, what can we do to make you a five year person? No, we're not quite there yet. We are actually trying now, not at least with kick, right? And that's a good that's a good because they also impact turnover, right? So now that the company or we are going to be held accountable, our managers for for voluntary turnover, then that's that's good for us to sit and ask them how do we continue to keep you long term? And again, I think it's just more understanding the millennials, you know, everything has to be uh why, right? They're driven by impact, so we have to make sure that we explain the why, give them that sense of purpose. We also have to make sure that let them know that if there are, there may not be immediate opportunities to move up, but there's immediate opportunities to be able to try a different position within the manufacturing floor. And the flexibility, again, it depends on what position that they're they're actually we hired them for? That's the right. challenge too. Yeah, uh-huh. I love I love how you know, the sense of purpose. Um, that that's an interesting thought process, and I do agree with you. If you give them, if you give them a end game or or where you're trying to get to, uh, yeah. whether it be something where they're you know involved in an initiative or they're part of a committee to you know, lower, you know, or increase OEEs in a certain department, if you give them that sense that they're being involved and they are involved, then they feel like that it's not just the same, you know, hamster wheel, you know, turning, turning, turning with no, no change. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that is key. You know, again, they want that, they, they, they're driven by impact, so they want that sense of purpose to your, you know, to what we were just saying. So, yeah. Interesting. Great. You know, Carissa, you're amazing. Um, you, uh, no, you're amazing. Been, uh, what? <laughs> I've always been, I've always loved working with you. Um, you know, it's been uh-huh. awesome. Um, so I thank you again for everything you've done and, and that you do. So let's kind of recap some things that are important, I think, with regards to the millennial generation. I think one of the things that she touched on, which I really love, is that they need to have a sense of purpose. So I wanted to get into a little bit of what the characteristics are of millennials so you can kind of better understand who they are characteristically wise. 
we we talk about the millennials as being the technology savvy technology generation, and that's that's very true. They're very much following the new technology and new advancements. They have high morals. They they believe in uh, social responsibility and, and social intelligence. They are very highly competitive, uh, very self confident. They they are entrepreneurial. They feel like that they can be involved in every step of the process. They thrive on one-on-one attention. They love to be, you know, the center of the spotlight or or be the person that one goes to. They are very ambitious. Uh, they're very good at networking. They are multitaskers and they have a lot of tenacity. But the most important thing is, is they're constantly trying to figure out what's next. What else can they get involved with? So I think that some of the biggest things that companies need to focus on, and we're going to talk a little bit about the takeaways, is new employees of today really care about the culture of the environment more so than anything else. They want to have a positive social environment. They want to feel like the environment that they're in reaps positivity and generates an environment where everybody's excited to be at work. Millennials would much rather have a great social environment and take less money than take more money and be in a unhostile or or not a very positive environment. You should have a culture page on your website showing people doing their jobs, smiling, happy, showing the camaraderie, talking about how the company encourages a positive collaborative environment. People need to see that. People need to understand that. And when they interview, that's one of the things that they're looking for is how do people collaborate? Um, There's ways to actually uh, interview. For instance, one of my clients brings everybody into a room and instead of doing one-on-one interviews, they do a group interview and it's more of a conversation. So you need to show that there is this positive energy amongst your employees and really cultivate that type of a culture. The other thing is, is how do candidates search? I can tell you that 60% of applicants in the last year use some kind of mobile device to look for a job, and 52% of those applicants actually applied using said device. So we need to do more on social media. We need to do more on how we get the word out that we're looking. And it's not just LinkedIn. It's Facebook. It's Twitter. It's Instagram. It's even things like Snapchat. I know it sounds crazy, but I will tell you this generation, Instagram is like the hottest thing ever. So you can actually post, you know, pictures of the, you know, employees working within their environments and then refer back to your hiring page, showing the exciting different things that are available, um, snapshotting people that are doing the jobs that you guys are searching for as a way to energize and get excited the people that are applying. People no longer want to click on to a job title and just read about the job. They want to see it in action. You can even use more video. I know there's companies that actually use video to get the word out that they're looking for certain people. And in the video, they show them the work environment. Millennials want to be uh, more engaged in technology. And if we don't engage them in the hiring process through technology, whether it be using more videos, getting them involved in PowerPoint presentations, utilizing technology in the interview process, then you're not going to get them because they're not going to believe that your company 
really does believe in the next generation of how we work. And I know there's companies out there that will say, well, we're not that company. Well, guess what? It's time to change. I can tell you that everyone's becoming digital. And if you don't embrace this, you're going to lose out on a, a huge workforce and ultimately are going to suffer the same problems that everybody's suffering, and that is finding people. Make sure you emphasize growth. Now, growth is interestingly not just promotions. Growth is internal development, cross-functionally moving people throughout the company, getting them more involved in committees, as Calissa was noting, you know, having committees that work on special projects or work on initiatives. These are growth mechanisms. Millennials, it's not a matter of they necessarily want to be the next president tomorrow, but they want to feel like that they're part of the purpose of the company and they're driving the success of the company. That could be a lot of different ways. So growth is not just defined by giving somebody a promotion. It's getting somebody more involved. And I think that that's very important. On top of that, the number one, believe it or not, motivation in 2020, this is, this is brand new out of the books, it, for millennials is work-life balance. Millennials are not like the baby boomer generation where they live to work. Millennials work to live. And I can tell you the things, the trends that we're seeing with millennials is that they want a better balance. This is not just a better balance of work and life. This is a better balance of work, life, community involvement, and self-development. Now, here's the thing. When you, when you hear the words community involvement and self-development, these are things that you guys can be a part of. And so you can get them involved in the community. You can get them involved in encouraging self-development. I know some companies that do you know, yoga classes. They have periods during the day where they break for some type of a team-based activity. It's not work-related. Or they'll, they, I know one of my clients, they have like a ping-pong table and a social room where they allow employees to go during their break. So you have to give them a, a little bit of a sense of, uh, of enjoyment outside of just doing the day-to-day. -day. In addition, I can tell you that you know, the millennials want more flexible time, flexible hours. They want to be able to, they want to have an agile work environment. They want a flexible culture. They don't want a structured environment. They want to have the opportunity to have job sharing, um, work life uh, from home versus remote versus the office, like have the times where they can work from home once a week or, or every quarter. Uh, they want to have... Uh, Flexible Fridays. You know, I have clients that during the summer they let their employees go at twelve o'clock, or they have you know flex time for certain employees. There are even companies offering unlimited vacation. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, who can afford to give their employees unlimited vacation? Here's the deal: when employees have a set number of days that they can work or not work, they tend to want to use all that time because, in theory they fear that they're going to lose that, they're going to give that up, that that's something that they're going to give away. But if you give employees unlimited vacation, if you give employees you know, no cap, they tend to not take it. And that's because at the end of the day, they tend to don't feel like they're losing out or missing something when they don't use that time. So it's extraordinarily important to think about all these factors because it, it really is the generation of today. And while I know the baby boomers are probably laughing, saying, oh, good luck with that, it, you know, you can only say that so long when you have an open position for six months or a year. 
Lastly, it's social responsibility. And this is an interesting topic because social responsibility is all about how the company is benefiting the world. And a lot of companies don't think about that aspect. They don't think about how their company impacts society. And a lot of employees now are, are really looking and honing in on what is the company doing to impact the future of our country. So I think that it's really important with social responsibility to understand that you need to have a mission, a social responsibility page to demonstrate the different things that your company is doing to impact society. To wrap things up, I spoke at the earlier part of this episode. I mentioned our millennial smart, productive employees are lazy and entitled. And I think that it's a misnomer and oftentimes a stereotype to think that the millennial generation is the entitled generation. I don't think it's a sense of entitlement. I think it's a sense of purpose. They want to uh, find some value in everything they do. They get bored easily, and so they want to see new things going on in their their day to day. They don't want to have they don't want to be that hamster on a hamster wheel where it seems like every day is the same rigmarole with no change. So I think it's important to remember they're smart. They're working more productive. They're using technology to find ways to do things differently and better. They're the ones that are going to make our operations, our data centers, our sales force more uh, productive. And so while they want to work 8 to 5, they don't want to work 10-hour days or 12-hour days or 15-hour days, they're doing so because they can do things smarter and faster and better. They find ways to process things quicker. And so they're actually getting a lot of the things done in a more efficient manner uh, than, old, than other generations that we've had. And a lot of it has to do with technology. So it's really important. I don't think that there's an entitlement issue. I think it's a matter of them being involved, them feeling involved, and them feeling like they have a purpose within the business and a purpose within the organization to make an impact on a day-to-day -day basis. I appreciate you guys. This has uh, been a great venture so far. Uh, please don't forget to forward my podcast to other people, share it, like it, put it on your page, post it on Twitter, Instagram, however you communicate. Um, make sure that if you haven't already done so, you go to uh, Apple Podcasts. If you have Apple products, that you could do reviews on there. You can post reviews on Google. Uh, give me reviews. Tell people about the exciting things that are happening on my podcast and, and how that could, they could, that could affect them essentially in their process. I, I leave it on this note. The, the, the future podcasts that we're going to have are going to be of all different types of conversations. It's all going to be about bringing companies, candidates, and recruiters together, finding a level playing field, and really marrying the process. I want topic ideas. I want you to be involved. So if you have anything that you want to hear about, things that you want to be addressed, whether it be a controversial topic or not, any topic that you feel will benefit us moving forward in finding the right people, keeping our organizations profitable, keeping them productive, and really helping us segue into the next generation of workers, please reach out to me at michael at michaelglinter.com. You can also go on my website, michaelglinter.com. And crazy enough, if you Google me, you'll probably find me. It's not that hard. 
and let's connect. Let's talk about how we can really impact the, the people around us. I'll have a lot of great guests coming up. A long list of people have already gone, gone in line for different topics. So it's going to be exciting. We're going to have a great venture. And I wish you the greatest day and look forward to the next podcast.